you know, like when you're at the Dream Cruise and there's like a boomer and a General Lee and he has like the horn, but it's like he's done it so many times that it's like, <laughs> it's going to be like that. <laughs> oh, my. Welcome, everyone, to episode 36 of the Daily Motor Podcast, where Chris is on a binge of watching people get mutilated by cars and mutilating cars and just general degeneracy in automobiles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this how you're getting prepared for the week of the Mustang? Yes. I got to get in the in the mood to run somebody over, I guess. This wasn't a Mustang, though. It was an E36 wagon. Yeah, that's that's surprising because that should be like a classy, yeah. classy person. You know... And it's it's one thing to like f up and crash, but also like this guy fled the scene. So big no no. Daily big Motor no-no. top tip: if you're gonna kill someone, don't flee the scene. Don't. Flee I mean, the at scene. least you know try and save yourself that way. Yeah. Although I mean, going to jail either way, I guess. Yeah, but it's worse jail if you flee the scene. It's worse jail. They send you to like extra painful jail mm-hmm. if you flee the scene. Daily Motor podcast ASMR all. <laughs> Edition. This week at the Daily Motor Podcast, we drove the BMW i4. E-Drive 40. E-Drive 40. Good car. However, due to the chip shortage, you can't have purple interior lighting or working radio by the end of the loan. It's, it's that's like, right. It's like a lease. Yeah. If, if you don't, if you don't the make chip maybe expires. that's what it was. Maybe maybe there's a monthly payment for the audio for the and and it's they not September st- yet though. and they stopped paying it well maybe their their turnaround dates or is it the, the 26th yeah. or something because when yeah, was, chris was driving in this morning no radio no no, no audio well, no I, no sound that would I, come out i of the swapped speakers. cars with charlie yesterday and grabbed the i4 actually it was like two days ago and i tried to like tap to repair my phone and it just wasn't working and i was like okay well whatever you know sometimes cars get confused when you have three phones paired and you two of them are in the same place at the same time so i waited till i got home shut the car off turned the car back on tried to pair my phone didn't work restarted my phone restarted the car again tried to pair didn't work so then i gave up because i was sitting in my driveway for 20 minutes and then i went inside came back out the next day nothing worked and then this morning i was like you know what screw it i'll just listen to sirius xm like i don't have a problem with that and that wouldn't work. There and then we no tried sound. FM radio. And then, yeah, well, and personally, I would rather ride in silence than listen to AM or FM radio. It's such um, a Gen Z thing. And we got, we, I, we go to film the wrap of the review this morning and you tried to do the FM radio and that didn't work either. It's like the volume knob just did nothing. But it did come up on the screen and it just didn't, get, it said just nothing. Yeah. I wonder if resetting the infotainment system would have fixed it. Possibly. possibly try that yeah is the key speaking of that is it is it ready to go out there you have the key in it well, I, well the key's in it I, yeah yeah okay if you'd like to come steal an i4 get here quick yeah get here quick the key's just sitting in it out mm-hmm. there yeah good car though you said you'd take one over a model 3 yeah i've never driven a model 3 though so i don't know for sure that's fair but imagine just a model y that's a little bit more fun to drive yeah, I just I'm not. Um, I'm Chris not, doesn't want to be associated with. Well, there's Tesla that, and I'm I'm I know there's there's that part of it, but I I also don't love. I, mean, I don't hate Teslas, but I just like would rather be in a BMW, even yeah. though the infotainment doesn't work. 
Actually, you know what? No, <laughs> give me the Tesla Model 3 because the infotainment would probably not just stop working. It is interesting how Tesla, despite being such an infantile car company, their infotainments are generally pretty robust. Like I've had yeah. more issues happen on other random cars. Like our Maverick has, has more infotainment well, issues than our Tesla did. Ford. Sync. I know, but it's such a simple yeah. infotainment screen. I know. That, and, they, but sometimes like Ford we'll get a struggles, phone call and yeah. it just won't come through the, the screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My dad's uh, my dad's RS has had issues since he since it was new. The infotainment just like is has been so horrible on that car. Why is Ford infotainment always so bad? Because Chevy infotainment's know. always so good. Yeah, Chevy infotainment's good. We need to make an infotainment tier list because Ford would be at the bottom. Ford would be pretty low. Who else would be Toyota? I don't like Toyota's Toyota's, infotainment. Toyota's it it isn't bad. It's just so old and it's ugly. Yeah, it's very unappealing. It does have new the the Tundra and Sequoia has totally new infotainment, which is it's it's just like that the Lexus system, the new Lexus system, the same new R no NX and the new RX. Yeah, the only thing with those is you have to like be embedded into the car like you have to have like a login and stuff to, to access to. things no you just it just adds extra features like like the memorizing your seat and things like that right and like saved destinations and stuff yeah and radio functions yeah. and climate there's another so a lot of had recently a lot that of had that functionality as well i can't remember what it was but mm. a lot of new cars are having that yeah because like oh the audi yeah yeah well i think the, the i think the nissan maybe the rogue had that or something oh. And the BMWs, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Nissan that. Rogue, good car. Yeah, yeah. Again, sorry Nissan for <laughs> sorry Nissan not filming that car. If if we would have shot a review, the thumbnail would have said sorry Nissan. <laughs> we messed up. It's a good car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What else about the i4? Oh, amazing highway range. Very efficient car. This didn't even have the more efficient 18-inch wheels. That's 18 right. inch wheels would have gotten you about an extra five to ten percent efficiency on the highway yeah that car with 18 inch wheels would be able to go about 330 miles on a charge that's only like a if i remember correctly like a 70 kilowatt hour battery yeah something like that i mean it's fortunately you got to have that m sport pack so you're right because you it's more important to have the m sport package than a working radio yes yeah those are priorities at bmw mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's a fun car to drive. It's plenty of power. Yeah, Hans Zimmer noises, which Hans were noises, which were good. Which were unlocked you uh, on our quite radio, fortunately. What? Our, which were unlocked on our radio. Fortunately, mm-hmm. you quite enjoyed the interior color. I the did. It's a dark it's like a mocha, mocha sort of. Yeah, very mature. The type of color that I could see having for a long time and being satisfied with yeah. it. It would hide stains well. It it wouldn't get obnoxious the way like a, a caramel kind of color would be after a while. I could see you being like this. Didn't or red. Well. I would like red. <laughs> it's a nice dark red. Jeff, if you're listening, please build me a green exterior, oh, red interior. He wants, BMW he wants the, the elf spec. Yeah. yeah. Did you know they're building a, a, a shorter range BMW i4 now? Really? Yeah. It's like the 35, like E-Drive 35 or something mm. like that. Um, it'll have like 260 miles of range instead of 300, a little less power as well, but it'll be a little bit cheaper. To me, I don't really see the point because it's still going to cost over fifty thousand dollars. It's going to be like fifty flat. The one we drove would start at like fifty six. Fifty six, yeah. Just step up. Yeah. I don't know. Strange to me. <laughs> no, I, I, don't, I agree. Don't be poor. Don't be. <laughs> Daily Motor top tip: Don't be poor, according to Charlie. Yeah. Get your shit together. Okay, don't cut that. So it's just me saying it. Either <laughs> he said it first. <laughs> 
yeah who edits the podcast <laughs> don't I, cut I, that so it's just you know <laughs> i don't even really cut the podcast no i, I just pretty yeah. much just poop them out whatever we whatever goes in comes back out uh-huh. what else about the i4 it was white it was um rear wheel drive of course it was one of those cars that it was so good that it was a tad boring until the infotainment stopped working. Yeah, and yeah. that was not. Then no it was good. just. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still good car though. That's right. We also had this week the Audi RS3, a much more interesting car. Yeah, that was a high expectations neutral. Yeah, reward. I'd still consider it to be a pretty good car. Yeah, it was. It I was, it, was it, a was, good car. it wasn't very manic. No, and which I, is what I was disappointed with. We have to. The all cars should just drive like this one. Yeah, Julia is a good car. Yeah. We have to sort of remove ourselves from the mindset that we only have this car for a week, so we need it to be like as crazy as possible for that week. We need to try to put ourselves in the mindset of okay, who's buying a sixty thousand seventy how much did that car cost? Seventy? Sixty five. Sixty five thousand dollar Audi sports sedan, like RS sports sedan. Yeah. Probably someone who's going to be dailying it. Probably someone who needs it to be probably work useful. It, probably work at Quicken Loans. Probably in works at Quicken Detroit. Loans. Works in a, a, a has like needs the car for a variety of reasons. Going to drive it on the weekend and during the week. Mm-hmm. Maybe put some people into it from time to time. Put groceries in it, perhaps. You never know. You know, flowers for your mother-in-law. Like, they're just. It's going to have to provide a, a <laughs> wide range of needs. And right. I quite appreciated how when I got in it this morning, it was drizzly outside. I, I was just needed to get to the office. I wasn't interested in hooning it. And it was very docile for that. It rode yeah. decently well. I really like the steering in that car. It's fairly light, but very snappy, very quick steering. Yeah. Yes, there's some lag to the to the turbo and to the powertrain in general. The Topher pointed out that peak torque doesn't come on until something like 3,500 RPM, whereas yep. the previous gen RS3, it came on much sooner. Yeah. But I kind of liked having to work for it in that car because it, what it does, it creates a separation of your casual driving and your spirited driving. If you're in a car that's all spirit all the time, even in like dynamic or uh, normal mode, then you don't really get to separate those two of like, this is my chill time, this is my go time. Right. And the RS3 did really allow you to feel like it was two entirely different beasts. However, I will agree with you and the Topher that the the thousand dollar sport exhaust should have been louder. Yeah, it should have made it so that when you put it in dynamic mode, it really sounded like okay, like this thing's ready to go. And instead, it was just like a little louder. And also, Audi puts soft limiters on their cars, which Europe stuff. You know, you, you can only rev it to like thirty five hundred RPM while it's idle. But that's because it's not it's not a car for degenerates. I know, but you just said that and you wish the exhaust was piss louder. Revs their cars. It's not just a piss rev, but if you're if you're like okay, for instance, you, do you watch Car Wow? I, Car I'm Wow familiar. drag races. Yes. So they always line up the cars for the drag race, and they they rev each car before because it's a drag race, and they're like want to show the audience they're how being the degenerates. Sounds. No, they're not. Yes, they are. As automotive journalists, we should be able to. Okay. Here's here's something. Okay. When we when you start winding road night drives and you're driving something rambunctious, do you blip it when you're like doing the like before you do the walk around, like rev it up a little bit? Yes. I did that in the RS3 and it was so quiet that I was like disappointed in myself for even doing but it. But who do we do that for? 
the viewers. Are you calling the degenerate viewers? Are you calling our viewers degenerates? The the ones who watch Winding Road videos and would get angry in the comments if we didn't rev it first. Okay. Well, anyways, the Audi RS3 was too quiet, and I would not opt for the thousand dollar sport exhaust. I would get the standard exhaust, and then I would put an aftermarket one on it. Yeah, the only and have it then, have it tuned. Could you get it? You'd have to spend a lot because you'd want to have a valved exhaust. Yes, you would. Yeah. Well, whatever. I wonder if you could just like straight pipe the catalytic converters on the current exhaust that the car has, and then you'd still have the valving. But it would. I don't just... think the car would like that very much. Maybe it would. I That's know. true. I guess. Well, I guess what difference would it make if it's? Yeah. No, you yeah. could probably just fabricate that. Mm-hmm. Now I would I would get I would get some sort of exhaust for it, but overall I mean I think it's the best Audi that I've driven. Yeah, I think it's, it's a cool car. Yeah, I think it's. I it's, just wanted more. You're right. It's a very good car for just the right buyer. But I think if you were expecting BMW M car or AMG car and you got in the RS3, you'd be a bit bored. Yeah. So you'd either, it'd either have to be for a fairly boring individual. Or for someone like Moran, who's going to tune the absolute piss out of it anyway, right. so he doesn't care what. There it were some like. quirks, though. Like the front tires were wider than the rear tires, which was kind of cool. Yeah. The front fenders were sick looking with those vents in them. There's some torque steer. Torque steer, turbo fun. lag. I mean, uh, there were like there was some a, cool there's a red flake in the paint. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It was, it was a cool color. color. I was so I was flake. disappointed when I saw the color at first, and then I like saw it in the sun, and I was like, oh, this is a sweet color. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a good color you'd want to own. Yes, that's because that's you, that's true. You don't it's always want to own a bright highlighter green. You can car. fly under the radar. Yes, but then also appreciate that red pink flake when you're uh, looking at it in the sun. Another thing is, I think the car would be really good on track, like yeah, really good. It would be super. It would be awesome on yeah, track. Yeah, which is a bit strange to me because I imagine most people who could afford to daily an RS3 aren't going to also track it. I feel like they're going to have no. a separate vehicle for tracking. You're gonna have a little like spec yeah. Miata or spec uh, uh, like E3 uh, series or something like that, mm-hmm. or you're gonna have a sporty sports car like a two seater for like a McLaren, yeah, or or even, a, or a um, even Porsche. like a GT350 or something like that. Like you're just you're not gonna take your RS3 on track. I don't know. Yeah. So it's it's a I bit of a strange car. It's a good. Car. I would still say good car though for sure. Yeah, for sure. You also didn't car. appreciate that the steering wheel was golf balled all the way around. Oh, it. and it's and massive. It's a large steering wheel too. Big it doesn't need to be. I that big. prefer the steering wheel in the previous gen RS3. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So daily motor top tip: if you want an Audi RS3, consider the last gen. That's yes. actually a Topher top tip. That is, but the interior, other than the steering wheel, is dreadful. So. Of the old car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I quite liked the interior layout of this car. I like yeah, the, the interior is nice in the new one. It's Chris really nice. Chris didn't like the gauge cluster. He said it was too busy, too much going on. Did he just change the view and like turn off? Because I'm pretty sure you can put like calm screen on uh, the side. I don't know. He said that he didn't like that you constantly had to look at your power and torque percentage on the right. Oh... Then there's just way too much going on. That is fair. You should be able. All cars that with busy screens should have an option of like the calm screen, like That's a, a like a Lincoln. Yes. Yeah. Lincoln actually does a good job. There's <laughs> nothing on it. Lincoln has it's the just old a blank screen. Yeah. Screen option where it's just the speed. <laughs> yeah. Speed and if you're gonna run out of fuel. That's it. And if oldies are playing, <laughs> it's just a yes or no. Yeah. Oh. The Maverick bothers me in that way because. If you want to have active lane keeping on, which in my eyes you should have on virtually all the time, because you never know when you're going to want to send a tweet. 
Thank you. When you have that on, it shrinks the. It puts this, these two giant uh, line indicators in the middle of the infotainment screen, and then the 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 speed, the digital speed, gets kind of tucked to the side. Is that a digital cluster in your car? Mm -hmm, because fully? of the FX4 package, I think it's not fully digital. It's got two gauges, but it's got a fairly large digital screen oh, in the middle. Okay, right. It's not the tiny Ford, just like small rectangle deal. Right. Okay. But the way I see it is like. You don't always need those two giant lane indicators letting you know that the lane keeping assist is on. Because mm. it also has a tiny little indicator in the upper right, left of the screen. Just give me that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. all screens should have a basic mode that just shows you the speed. Calm screen. Calm screen. Yep. But yeah, RS3, good car. Yep. Not a super relevant car. Yeah. Yeah. And when the M2 comes around... Mm. Oh, daddy. Yeah, we're, we're excited for the M2. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. They haven't even like shown that yet, have they? No. They've shown it in camo. Yeah. It looks Germans sweet. like to do that. Yeah. Tease their cars in camo, especially Porsche. I think Porsche intentionally like camo leaks their cars. We knew what the GT3 RS was going to look like for like the past eight months. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's been driving around the Nürburgring for so long. I feel like they just don't even try. It's not even like, it wasn't even camoed. It was just like, like it, it was is. just like a black GT3 RS driving yeah. around. Yeah. Yeah. The third car we had this week, and to me the most exciting, was the F-150 Lightning. Lariat. Lariat. Yeah, it was just a... It's It truly is a, a, a revolution in the auto industry. It is. For the best-selling vehicle in the North American car market to, to go, go fully electric. electric. Yeah. And to do a fairly good job at it. It's not like they came out with some nerfed version that can only do like 180 miles and everything. Like, mm -hmm. you could... Like, your father, for an example... Has an F-150, a normal one, yeah. buying on, planning on buying a new one, has it on order, and quite loved the Lightning. He did love the Lightning, yeah. And wishes he could go buy one. Yes. Yeah. I, sh I showed it to someone who currently owns a 2004 F-150, tons of miles and everything, and he was like, this is the most amazing thing that I've ever witnessed. I mean, it's, it's truly blowing boomers' minds. Not even boomers, Gen Xers, too. I think it's a good Gen X car. Yeah. yeah. And millennial. Millennials, too, but millennials can't afford it yet. Gen Xers are the ones who like can afford it, and I feel like millennials were already, were already open to electric vehicles. Whereas like this is converting a lot of Gen Xers to be like, oh yeah, I could own an electric vehicle right now, just like your dad. Yeah. When you told him before, he's probably like, oh well, I know I can't you know, quite get that. Yeah, like it'd be like yeah. you know I'm not ready for that. Yeah. But then after experiencing it, he was probably like, oh yeah, I yeah, can do he was, this. He was a big fan. Yeah. For example, the individual who bought the hummer that we drove oh right like right. i don't think he would have ever considered an electric vehicle before that no but he loves that hummer he's kept it he still has he it. he still has it. he never sold it he could have sold it for twice as much as he paid for it he still has it he loves it wow okay yeah and he's kind of the type of guy who likes to have show off each sort of things and stuff too so sure. the hummer fits him but he drives it from down here to up north like it's and, and he makes it with like 15 percent charge so wow yeah he he very much enjoys that car so i think Taking cars like these trucks and just making them legitimately good electric vehicles is what's converting a lot of people who before like would have no interest. Like I, I think my mother would would very much enjoy the F one fifty Lightning. Okay. She just has an edge right now. I don't think she'd buy one. Yeah. She has no need for a full size truck. Sure. But like if they just came out with a normal Ford Edge that happened to have three hundred miles of electric range, I think she would do it. Yeah, except they're killing the edge, so. I think they're killing it just to bring an electric version out. Fair enough. Like, only electric. 
Because it'll Maybe. go away for a little bit and it'll probably come back as only electric. But see, this is if what, it even comes back. This is what confuses me. What are all those thousands, tens of thousands of people who buy edges all the time supposed to buy now? Because the escape's too small, and the explorer. An explorer. A Lincoln Nautilus. That's horrible. (laughs) That's so sad. If I went to my mother and and said, you have to buy a Nautilus, (laughs) it'd be the equivalent of putting her into a nursing home. (laughs) I think it may be um, Mustang Mach-E. Mach-E's too small. It's an escape. It's a little bigger than an escape, the the, the Mach-E. In terms of like actual interior space, though, I bet you it's the same, if not a little smaller. Oh, gosh. We don't want what you're selling. Hi. We're recording the podcast. Would you like to say hi? Sure. Hello. 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 Oh, Charlie. Everyone, you might. <laughs> Charlie. Perfect. Lunchable. Every- Two Lunchables. Everybody's favorite uh, Daily Motor podcast sponsor, oh, LaCroix. Thank you. I want to say hello to Emily. You may remember her from one of the previous episodes. Where I'm looking. Oh, there. Right there. Hi. <laughs> yep. That thing. How was Target? Did she you, said it was busy. Did you get lamps? I did get lamps. She got some lamps. Hey, in your car? Yes. Are you enjoying this play-by-play of... of uh... Some lamps and some yogurt. You're having she got one lamps right now. Yogurt. Yeah, why not? True. That's warm. I also got strawberry watermelon meal. Oh, we have that one in the fridge. Oh, that is a big Strawberry watermelon. What if you put Mio into a LaCroix? I was just thinking that. Were you really? Why don't you try it? Unless I've never had Mio. Of Does this your... have caffeine? No. Is it B vitamins? Nope. Just flavor. It's just flavor. Just... It's not open. We'll also, why are you? Sh- Do you have to shake Mio? <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like the type of thing you should shake. I think so, but I don't think it hurts it. Malic acid. <laughs> I don't know what that is. You're gonna want to be conservative with how much you put in there, though, because okay. like one like squirt fill is enough for a water bottle. Which where did my water go? All right, we're finding out if we're going to bring uh, Mio on as a sponsor. Yeah, well, right now we've got All Brand, we've got Hillshire. Is that is that, uh, got is that Lunchables with Hillshire? Oh, you got him separate Hillshire. Is yeah. is that an adult Lunchable over there? It is. You this is an adult Lunchable because I wanted some protein. So this has uh, Genoa, which is meat, salami, Gouda cheese, and almonds. I have no way of shaking this part now. But I guess I'll just hit the bubbles. I'll mix it up. Yeah, you'll be fine. The Mio on the GT2. Oh, good. Lauren, I appreciate that. So many, yeah. So many props today. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> Emily, what did you think of the F-150 Lightning? She thinks it's fast. It is very fast, It is actually. really fast. She- Model Y. Yeah, she, she drove, drove Tesla Matthew's Tesla. Oh, thank you. Oh, it's definitely faster. Uh, is it? Than the Model Y? Oh, yeah. It's really? faster than the i4, too. Wow. I mean, yeah, because yeah, the Model Y is a dual motor, though. But still, yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, that, the Lightning is so fast. And that's that's another good thing that they did with it is they didn't make it boring. I mean, it's, an ex- it's no, a it's, genuinely exciting it's car. It's very fast. Yeah. 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 And because the power is so instant, it's not like a, a, a Raptor where you'd have to shift down about eight gears to get into the power band yeah yeah which is why you think the raptor should be electric i do i think there should be a a, a ford f-150 raptor e or e raptor depending on how they no they would no they would call it a raptor lightning 
Oh, I don't like that. Okay, well, that's what it's going to be. Okay. Okay. Mock Raptor. Um, mock Blaming. Raptor. Yeah, Raptor E. What else are you up to today, Emily? You working? Yeah. She works in two and a half hours. Cool. Ish. How's your Jeep Compass doing? Still garbage. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why is it loud, Chris? It's just that engine is just loud. Tiger Shark? Yeah, Tiger Shark. Isn't that a jet ski? Isn't there a Tiger Shark jet ski? Mm-hmm. Why did they name the engine after a jet ski? I don't know. That's a Jeep if you're if you're watching. Let us know. Yeah. That's probably probably more of a... I don't know who built that engine. It's not Fiat. a Jeep engine. Fiat. Yeah, it's a Fiat engine because it's in the 500X and <sighs> probably the 500L. Yeah. Can you imagine driving a car with, with like with the actual term L in it? You're literally L. taking an L every taking time. Taking an L, 500L. Mm-hmm. Why did they call that the 500L? Because it long. Yeah, but it, but it was also like, like bulbous. Long. <laughs> yeah. Why they? I don't know why they call the 500X X because it was sporty because you could go like cross country with it. Yeah. Well, this podcast has gone off the rails. I know. Yeah. Well, William. No. <laughs> <laughs> We should just cut from before to like after with all this. With all, all this stuff. stuff yeah, right. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. All right. Well, we can talk about what we're driving this week. We will. I'm just waiting and I feel. Oh, I'm leaving. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh it's your meal. Your... <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's we, are, we, have this, we have this flavor here. Okay. I wouldn't have opened it. I'm sorry. Oh, no. It's fine. Okay. All right. Oh, thank you. Already pre. Did you sell some steering wheels? No, I sold some. A f- oh, it's stuff that Stu gave me. You know that box of parts that was sitting out here? Vaguely. Stu get Okay. Are you sneezing? No, my nose is bleeding. Oh, oh. crap. Emily, the nurse no, no, is no, here. Right, right, right here in the drawer. Emily, there's things. My desk, that left drawer, leftmost. I think there should be some napkins in there. This is a thing for you around noon. There isn't? Oh, no. Oh, it's Nathan's desk, I It's think. Nathan's desk. Out there with the wheels. Oh, there's wheels on it? Left. No, it's just the left... Yeah, yeah, that's what I you do. You can't do that. Why not? It's bad for you. No, no. The screen just glitched. Yeah, everything's going down. <laughs> Daily Motors closing shop, everyone. Our last podcast. All right, I think we can switch on. <clears throat> I don't know when I'm going to cut back in, so let's just uh, let's recap about the lightning being very fast. Hmm. No, it is one of the other things that they did so well with the lightning is just how fast it is. Because I think it, it, it makes it not only a good electric vehicle and a good truck, but also an exciting it vehicle. It is a quick car. Yeah. Everyone I took in the lightning, they could not believe how fast it was. Yeah. It was like a it was like a whoa, like a holy crap, like actual like shock. Right. Because you just don't expect, you know, aside from being an electric car, you don't expect something that big. To be able to like get down like it does and hit that hard, you know. Mm-hmm. And you never have to wait for the transmission to downshift; it's right. always right there. Instant. Yeah. What was like? Oh, and you pointed out when we first went out on a drive in it that this model, the one we're in, doesn't have the fake noises. Yeah, but I'm okay with that. Did they get that. rid of that? I don't know because it was on chip shortage. It was, like, <laughs> yeah. It was on the platinum that we drove at Mama, and it's 
I could I didn't see it anywhere on the lariat. I mean, unless it was it's like deep in the bowels of the of the Ford sink, but in the bowels of sinks. Let's take a quick look here. Let's go to cast the screen. Ford.com. <clears throat> I actually think this tastes worse with the Mio in it. Unfortunate. Uh, it also could be the fact that it's warm. Yeah, we need to stick those in the fridge. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Shout out Emily for bringing us. Yeah, thank um, you, Emily. I don't know what part of this podcast we'll leave in. Okay, so you can get an XLT. That's what it was. Oh my. What? Yeah, that's why I said there's no point in getting the XLT because Larry, it's only five grand more. Ah. I want a pro. Give me the pro. The problem with the pro is it's standard range only. So? Standard range is like 230 miles. I mean, I, for like, again, for work things, it'd be totally fine. But like, How much is the standard range XLT? It's a $20,000 jump for battery. For 40 miles of range? Maybe it's more dramatic than that. Let me see. Um, eh, why wouldn't they show just the... I like how platinum is just have it all. Yeah. I mean, it's smart for them to just have like a, I want everything. $96,000 they raised that up to. Mm-hmm. F-150. Did they raise prices on all four trims? I, I believe so. Yeah. Everything went up by like six grand. Standard range. Yeah. Because weren't they bragging about how the, the pro was like under 40? It was like 39.9 or something. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's a much bigger gap. It's 230 miles versus 320 miles. Okay. So that's a 90 mile range jump. Plus it's probably the extended for, range is probably faster, right? Yeah. For $20,000. So you could get a base boy XLT. You're still paying 60. I just, here's the thing. I don't see the point in getting a cheap F-150 Lightning for a lot of people. Just yeah. because $60,000 for a pretty basic, only 230 miles of range, not as fast, everything. Just go out and get yourself a normal... I mean, how much does a normal F-150 XLT start at? Mm, 40 or something. 45. 40. Yep. 40. Yeah, well, that's a, that's a two-door, though. Oh, you're right. Let's do... Super crew. 45. 45. Okay. So you're... it's $15,000 less. Mm -hmm. When are you going to make up that $15,000 worth of, of gas cost? You know what I mean? It's going to yeah. take a while. So I say at this point, just get a Lariat. Yeah. Just get a Lariat range. Oh, this is what I, this is the element that I find notable. So watch the price of XLT standard range versus extended range. $20,000 gap, right? 21000 Right. Standard range versus extended range in the Lariat, only an $11,000 11, gap. So if you're going to step up to the extended range anyway, which I think is worth doing, it's less dramatic of a jump to just get the Lariat. It's so expensive. It is so expensive. God. Yeah, the truck we're driving right now that is only eighty thousand dollar price tag would be sticker is is more than that. It starts at eighty six with no options. Well, I don't think it has options. Oh, it has a couple, I suppose. We have some sort of towing. I like the wheels on it. Honestly, this is pretty much what ours yeah, looks cool like. Yeah, cool aero wheels. Do you see anything about fake noise? Fake noise. Fake noise. Fake noise. 
Interior. You only get one choice. Okay, so there are no available options. You yeah. just get it how you get it, I guess. Yeah, so maybe it's a, uh, maybe that's a, a, a platinum thing. Could be. Either way, all of that is to say I'm okay with without having the fake noise because I loved how quiet that truck was. Even at 70 miles per hour, just... Mm -hmm. Whisper quiet. Yeah. And... <laughs> Go ahead. I think that truck... And it's not even a think thing. That truck is faster above 70 than the Mach-E GT was. Oh, yeah. Which is nuts so. Mm -hmm. You're telling me that the F-150 is quicker than the GT Mustang. Yes. Because the yes. GT Mustang fell off dramatically at above like 65, 70 right. miles per hour. The truck does not. The truck keeps pulling. Do you think it's to stop DGENs from speeding too much in the Mach-E GT? No. I think it's some cost-cutting measure by Ford. Mm -hmm. Like... <clears throat> overheating sort of thing like the, the car would overheat if you can like go faster than that what i was going to say is the lightning rides nicer than a traditional f-150 yeah it does ride pretty lower well. center of gravity or some something i don't know what causes it but it's it's a lot smoother than a regular uh, gas f-150 i'm very much looking forward to smaller trucks going electric if i get an electric ranger ranger lightning ranger lightning sounds stupid but what's the ranger. brand ford is all about brands then why isn't it a Mustang Lightning? Because that's, that's, okay. That's for cars? No, because that's the Mustang brand. It's not Lightning, it's not EV brand. It's, it's, the Mach-E is a Mustang that happens to be electric. Even though it's four doors and it's just an entirely different car from a Mustang. Yes, and all whereas the, light, the Lightning brand <clears throat> is like the truck EV brand. I so would, like, it'll, there'll be like, a, I'm sure there'll be a Maverick Lightning and, an, and a Ranger Lightning. I would buy that from you if the Mach-E were legitimately like a Mustang that mm -hmm. just happened to be electric. Like if it were a coupe, you know, low seating position, two-door, all that thing. And it, then I would say, okay, Mach-E, that makes sense. But it's, it's, it's the Mustang brand. It's like in the Mustang family. I'm just telling you what, why. Yeah. It's, it's like... I hate Ford's branding department. I know. It's just the They're Mustang. Horrendous. You've got the Mustang family with the, with the Mustang Mach-E and the regular Mustang. You've got the Bronco family with the Bronco and the Bronco Sport. And then you've got... Well, the, tr the truck family. <sighs> so what are they? Not gonna... yet, because it's it's only the the lightning is only on the F one fifty. But I'm I'm assuming that we're gonna see it on Ranger and Maverick. How do you feel about brands? Because think about it this way, okay? You've got the F one fifty Tremor, the Ranger Tremor, and now the Maverick Tremor. So you know that they're all gonna be lightnings. They're not gonna be like Ranger E. Maverick so for the e. SUVs that have Timberline, do you think mm. electrics will be something different? Like the electric yes. forest? They'll, they'll probably... That's actually really funny. Um, they probably will call those something... Okay. They'll, they'll probably just be like escape electric. You know, like how when they did the focus escape electric. Yeah. How do you feel about brands that do that? Like the Genesis, for example, just G80 electric. Do you think that's, I think a that's smart fine. way to do it? I think it's, it's fine if there's a subversion of the car that is also petrol. Okay. But if you're coming out with a totally new model, like call it something unique. Like the Ionic 5. So it shouldn't be like the Ionic 5 electric? No. Okay. No. Because right. it's, it's it's its own car. Yeah. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. hmm. We're so smart when it comes to cars. We are? Mm -hmm. Yeah, everyone should just hire us. <laughs> Seriously, I, 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 I that was a joke, but no, I do find it interesting that more brands don't consult with journalists. They sh or just hire journalists. Yeah. Because they drive do. everything. Yeah. Some brands have done that. Though, but. to be fair, 
every a car lot of would be, brands would be brown and a manual and a, and a wagon well yes but a lot of brands well i'm sure every brand benchmarks their cars and they just go to dealerships and buy competitors cars yeah but that still doesn't mean that they are like they could still just be wrong about things that's true they don't have the experience in the in their focus yeah yeah uh my old uh, an old family friend who used to work at ford um he was he was there around when the original ford gt like the like early 2000s ford gt was being Uh. developed and he was kind of part of that he was in with with those guys part of that engineering team and they bought a uh, ferrari 360 and benchmarked it back then but I want to say that he told me that they had to be super secretive about buying it. Yeah. Because obviously Ferrari oh, is they, not just going to sell. No. I think they bought it used. I think it was a used Ferrari 360. Like it was, it was like, you know, it had like a thousand miles on it or something. Yeah. And they just bought it from a dealership. Probably had to be and, super um, sneaky. Like had to be super sneaky. person. Yeah. Yep, exactly. But yeah, so that the they benchmarked um, with the Ferrari 360 and then they crushed it at the end. It got Why? crushed. Because he said it was at he said he said it it was so he was like there was no way there was there was no saving that car because it was just destroyed from all the benchmarking but it turned it into like a track got crushed yep hey allegedly it got crushed I mean I don't know why he would lie about that but have you seen it's probably I'm sure it's already sold by now but that Corvette that went up on bring a trailer the electric cars and bids that was like a stripped out Corvette C6 oh no I haven't seen it. Let me see if it's I saw on TikTok a okay. electric C4 Corvette that was built by, oh, who built it? It was a collab GM and some other company. Oh, look at all the fun things going up on Cars and Bits today. A Touareg TDI. It's only a V6, though. An M2. That's a decent here. price for that E36. I don't know that I'd pay more than that for it, but Where six at? grand. The E36. Oh, that's an E36. Yeah, yeah. Four GTs. You got to have that Eurovan. Why aren't you bidding on that? I don't like those old ones. I quite what if like it this, was converted though, to what if it was converted to being electric? Electric, then yes, I would be interested. Yes. That's a V10 S. Whoa! Look at this S2000 for only ten grand. It's got to have like two hundred thousand miles on it. Yeah, probably Land Cruiser. Wait, would your buddy Dane be interested in a Land Cruiser? Yes, he absolutely would. Tell him to buy this one. I should tell him to buy that. Can you click on it and see if it's nice? So you got a hundred k on Land Cruiser with a hundred thousand miles. Cover. Gross. Ooh, it is tan though. Steering wheel's probably nice under that. It looks like it's nice. Yeah, you'd hope so. I would rip that off immediately. Yeah, Land Cruisers are sweet. I bought a Focus a couple weeks ago, and the it had a steering wheel cover. cover on it. And the first thing I did was rip the steering wheel cover off, throw it right in the trash. Oh my gosh, that's a Chris. ZHP. Oh, it's automatic though. Yeah. Oh, but that's the Gentleman's M3. It's only got thirty-two thousand miles that's on it. Beautiful. Look at this. Come on, internet. Let's go. Mm. Look at those wheels. That blue. What? What's the name of this blue? Is it? Uh, I don't know. It's not Estrel blue like mine. Oh, it's a degenerate car though. Cause look at the license plate. How do you sell on bring a trailer and still think you need to cover the license plate? I what? have no oh. idea. <laughs> Why is it not covered here? Okay, so <laughs> that's confusing. All right. Yeah. All I, right, Mister HSB three nine zero three. BM 2006 BMW 330 CI ZHP VIN WBA yeah. WBW 5343. Okay. We're coming after you. <laughs> That's very nice. I like that. Why is there a 300? I guess if it's a fairly clean. A brand new 540iX. Florida drive. spec. My goodness. Celica GT. 2015 cool. Macan S. Hey, a Lightning. 
Your dad can buy this one, 112. That one was on Bring a Trailer, I think. Hmm. Boxster S, 2001. It's had the new IMS bearing. Good. So where's the C6 you were talking about? Ah, uh, yes. Sorry. Very distracted. We get distracted easily on yes. sites like these. Was it like a prototype car or what? Oh, nope. It was a vet cart. Six-speed manual. Uh, extensive modifications. It is street legal. It didn't sell. Oh, it didn't sell? No. Okay. Did that mean he had, he had a, a reserve on it? Yeah, because bid to 13000 means it didn't sell. Okay. Yeah, it's entirely stripped out other than the hood and the seats. I think you, yeah, you, you could swing more than thirteen for that, I think. I would I would love to have this, to be honest. It I weighs like, like twenty seven. Oh, it has pounds. a rebuilt title. I'd be okay with that. Mm -hmm. It's I mean, look at it. It's not like you're trying to get it perfect. How do you even get a rebuilt title title for that? I guess if you it know might have been rebuilt first and then oh, true. stripped down yeah, after that's that. That's true. Yeah. 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 It's uh what did people say? I feel like you could get eighteen to twenty thousand for that car. Honestly. Well, they clearly didn't. I put too much work and effort on this project, and I can't let it go. Thank you for your interest. Huh? Sounds like a boomer thing to say. Yeah, well, I'm sure it's a boomer who put this car together. It's, it's, it's pretty sure it's in Florida. Oh, is it? Yeah. That's oh well, that car wouldn't be anywhere else. <laughs> That's such a Florida man machine, right there. Right. So, I will say back to the F one fifty Lightning. Oh, right. There are elements of the F-150 that can be overlooked because of how good the powertrain is. Things like the shifter. Oh, things, yeah, the shifter is dreadful. Yeah. yeah we know like this already. The, we said the, it. The, the cheaper kind of interior, the screen that's laggy. It is a little bit nicer than the regular F-150 interior because it has, I think, the dashboard from the Expedition. Oh. Because it doesn't have the stupid plastic. Um, You're th sure that's not just a new thing they're doing for all 22s or something like that? Mm, I don't think so. Okay. You know, but the dashboard's a lot nicer than mm -hmm. the than the um, uh, gas F-150. Well, here's a question. Gun to your head, you got to go down and put a loan down. Would you get the F-150 Lightning or a new Silverado? Not the electric, just like... The Silverado. Okay. Because mm -hmm, it has Super Cruise. Blue Cruise sucks dick. Yeah, it's not very good. It makes you touch the steering wheel. No. Mine did twice. Was Did it actually have the thing on the left that said hands-free driving? Yes. And it said, keep your hands on the steering wheel. Interesting. Because I thought it only did that when, when Blue Cruise was disengaged. Because that's the problem I found is Blue Cruise just disengaged periodically. Yeah, it would just stop. Yeah. And then, boop, boop, For boop, no boop, good boop, reason. Boop. It wasn't like a construction zone. It wasn't uh, inclement weather yeah, or anything. Blue, it would Blue, just... Blue Cruise isn't, it's not fully there yet. Whereas Super Cruise is very confidence-inspiring. Blue Cruise, you hover your hands. Did you also notice that it would like wiggle itself in the lane a little yeah, bit? Yeah, well, like the, the steering wheel is constantly making. Yeah, so I was when I drove the Mach E GT at the launch in California, they were demoing uh, Blue Cruise to us there. It was sketchy. The car was like all over the place. If you watch my my uh, the Topher video on the Mach E GT, you can see my first uh, impressions to Blue Cruise, and it was like well, it was a little sketchy. But yep. yeah, yep. Yeah, you're right. That is a good reason to pick the Chevy. I'd I also think uh, the interior quality is nicer. Oh, it's so much in the in the Chevy. I, I much prefer the interior of the Chevy. And the tailgate's better in the Chevy. It is. How did you like having a power up and down tailgate? It was fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mind though. I mean, tailgates aren't heavy, so whatever. I appreciated that you could still close it manually without That's it. That's like, true. Like tailgates used to be heavy, but they aren't anymore. Right now that they're aluminum. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maverick's tailgate's still a little heavy. Is it a little heavy? Yeah. The Ford tailgate's super light. Yeah. 
Now, I would take the lightning over the Silverado. I quite liked it. Would you? Yep. Okay. Yeah. But I'm most excited, and mark my words, about the Silverado Electric. Yeah. Silverado should EV. have called it the Avalanche. No, they shouldn't fine. have. We just talked about this. We just I, I told this. you that they shouldn't have, but they should have. It makes sense for the market to call it the Silverado, but it, it's spiritual successor to the Avalanche. In what way? Because it looks like an Avalanche, and it has the pass-through tailgate. Yeah, and it's quirky. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right, fair enough. But yeah. I get why they they would have been stupid to call it the Avalanche. Yeah, I mean it would have made no sense for their for the market. But and then Ram will come out with an electric vehicle and it'll catch on fire. And it'll have like fourteen thousand horsepower. <laughs> right. And it'll and they'll you they'll know be able to outrun your flames. Yes. <laughs> Put the car out by just putting the, the new. So we haven't talked about this on here, but SRT came out with an EV and it looks awesome. Like it's a really good looking car. It's a concept. They. It has speakers on the outside of it. Yeah. So you can still be a D-Gen, even with an EV. I think that's fabulous for their market. The people are going to love that because that's the only reason that people buy the scat packs. They cut the mufflers off so they can be loud. And you know people are going to find a way to make it even louder. I bet I bet Dodge is going to is going to sell a kit to to put there'll be optional outside speakers that you can put on this SRT EV to be extremely loud and there will there will come a time where there will be so many pass-throughs on these speakers right? you'll go so hard on them so many times that they'll blow and then you'll have people at the dream cruise in 20 years with these SRT EVs <laughs> with blown ass speakers and you're just it's going to be the same sort of oh, okay well there he goes you know like when crackle, you're crackle, crackle. Let's go, like crackles you know like when you're at the dream cruise and there's like a boomer and a generally and he has like the horn but it's like he's done it so many times that it's like <laughs> it's gonna be like that <laughs> oh my we love stellantis what what would we do without stellantis we wouldn't have a podcast we wouldn't have a podcast no. No, stellantis and all brand keep us afloat yeah yeah they'll have all those features on this new electric uh ramp or dodge product but mm-hmm. yet it'll st- Still have no anti-theft protection. No, no, it'll be the, these will be among the first EVs that you'll be able to steal. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Somehow you'll still be able to get in and turn them on by boosting the key from the house, and it'll start right up and go into drive and drive away. Yep, yep, yep. Maybe, maybe when cars are electric, Stellantis or not electric, but uh, autonomous, Stellantis cars will still have a feature where you can like hack in and, and steal them from remotely. <laughs> so you could just Probably. like have it drive to your house and be like, <laughs> navigate to uh, Desolate House in Detroit. You can steal them without, you'll be like driving on your way home. You look over and like the SRT EV next to you just has no one in it. And you're like, oh, that's stolen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah no i i am excited about that there'll be one of those behind every house in detroit because then they won't have to pay for electricity they'll just power it from their electric car they'll steal the electric car and then and then drive it to power their, their house, house from in detroit it. to cook meth powered yes. off the Stellantis power product. it off <laughs> and then and then they'll just leave it there you'll they'll find crack dens with like 17 dead Stellantis yes. electric products out back perfectly good because they won't have cats to cut off them anymore that's true yeah so they'll just they'll just be perfectly good cars mm-hmm. that just need to be charged i think and i am stealing this um no one steal this idea do you know who well no because oh, i'm you're stealing already it. Stealing do you know who uh, david freiberger is from roadkill no he raised an interesting point on facebook a Did couple he? weeks ago when the srt ev concept was revealed he said who do you think is going to be the first person to hellcat swap one of these 
Who do you who do you think is gonna be the first person to Hellcat swap a SRT EV? Tavares. No, Stellantis. <laughs> what do you mean? As like they're gonna be like, oh, surprise! There's one with a Hellcat engine, like like a one-off, like a sure, like, like for we, like, like for like one last for like the Dream Cruise or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, here's one with a Hellcat engine. You Fair know? enough. They would just do like that. in a funny way, you know, because right, it's right. like just like a Stellantis thing. I hope that when that someone starts coming out with custom sounds for these EVs that you can customize yourself. Tesla was really close with that. The horn, yeah. But then the uh, Nitsa took that away. You can't, can't do, do that, that anymore? anymore. Not while you're driving. Oh, yeah. That's really sad. Can yeah. you do it while you're parked though? Maybe. Mm. I think so. Well, because they had like customizable driving sounds that you could do for like two weeks there as well, and then the government oh. said, "No, you can't do that." Which I, I want customizable driving sounds. Why does the government do that? I don't know. Why? Who is that hurting? Yeah. I you know. can have. You can be here in Michigan. I can see. I can understand in California because they don't allow don't anything. Like but. In Michigan, you can buy a scab pack and cut the mufflers off and be the loudest person in the entire world. So what is the problem with someone in a Tesla putting a Jetsons sound on their... Yeah. You can also just, like, roll your windows down and play music loudly out of your speakers. Right. You could play the sound of a Ferrari F430. Why can't you just have that go through the external speakers of the car? It's all about control, man. It happens to be... They just want to control us. Damn government. They're getting us. Oh, that's a good one. Thank you. I don't do it into the mic, though. Yeah. Is that from your Hillshire Farms? Probably. I'm yeah. going to in- inhale the rest of that once we stop. Yes, I believe you. That is one thing, again, I liked about the F-150 Lightning is there wasn't really any fake sound uh, going slow. Did you notice that? There was a, there was yeah. a slight backup beep sound. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, 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 dong, right. Dong, you know what dong. car doesn't have that? My Escape Hybrid. Yeah, back that was a problem uh, working at the Ford dealership back in the day is all of the hybrid cars. No, and this is not a, I'm not even joking. They would sneak up on you like okay. you turn around. Boom. C-Max right there behind you. <laughs> it's like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah, literally. Because yeah. they were just so quiet. And they didn't make it made no noise back then. I think F-150 Lightning will be up there for my car of the year this year. Okay. Yeah. I don't think it'll win. Mine's going to be the close. Porsche Macan. Yeah. S. Yep. Or maybe the GTS maybe the if GTS, we get that. This week at Daily Motor Headquarters, 11 million cars. Yeah, so many cars. All the cars. Starting off with the Hyundai Kona N. Yes, that was a good surprise this morning. It actually got me out of bed. I woke up. Charlie was like, "We're getting a Kona N," and I leapt out of bed. Yippee! Yeah, and here I am now. And here you are in a new hat. In a new hat that I bought at the Woodward Dream Cruise. Remarkably, it already looks faded. I think they did that. In I think it's on purpose. I think it was supposed to look. It looks like, like a boomer hat. Yeah. That was what I was going for. So I am becoming a fan of these very obnoxious boomer clothes. You're like the equivalent of some like it's like a Gen ratchet, Z thing, like um, like ratchet. sorority girl or whatever who likes to wear like ratted clothes or something like that. But you're not with ratted clothes. You're with mm-hmm. boomer clothes. Yeah, no, it's it's very much a Gen Z thing. thing. I learned that some Gen Zs now are wearing toddler T-shirts. Women, particularly. Yes, they go to Target into the toddler section and get like little crop tops. Yeah, yeah, yep. I've seen that a bunch. Mm-hmm. So that's a thing. I mean, it's clothes that fit them, and it's cheaper than buying regular clothes. Fit them is a loose term, but yes, it's a different fit. Emily could fit into it, guaranteed. You're right. She could probably fit into a normal toddler tee, but it'd be a crop top still. It'd be a crop top, just because yeah. it would be short. Right. But um, yeah. And it'd be tight. Uh, What was I going to say? I went... Homer clothing. Right. Yeah. So I was. I went to the to the big t-shirt booth, and they were probably more down... Is that its official term, the big t-shirt booth? Yeah. Big t-shirt booth. And uh, it was it was in Birmingham, so it was actually like a big like it was like a nice trailer, like a nice thing. Yeah, 
they have nice things in and room. i was looking for a very obnoxious woodward dream cruise shirt that looks oh, kind of like vintage white kind of like your, your your nascar shirt my nascar shirt and then also my 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 uh, drag racing shirt yep, your you know, NHRA, really obnoxious yeah. mm -hmm. graphic on the back and none of them were like like i don't know they were they were almost too modern looking like they were like really like kind of like nice looking woodward dream cruise just type of thing but then i saw this hat and i was like yes that is it so that's why i bought a hat instead of a t-shirt very good boomer spec. Mm, thank you. Yep. You're looking con looking concerned there for a second. No, we're just getting our um, uh, Kona N here soon. Oh. Yep. I think the Kona N will be cool. I think we will wish it were a manual, but only just for the noise aspect. I think we'll be okay with the DCT because I've driven the Kona N twice now. Same. I do think our buttholes are going to pucker a little bit over some of these Michigan roads. It is a stiff car. It's stiff. like Focus RS stiff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, That's what you should do. Rather than a full comparo between those two cars, I know the seat's out of your dad's Focus RS, but you should simply do a ride comparison. You should like... Okay, if the, we, seat, the seat might be back in time to do it. If we were a very classless YouTube channel in like the early 20-teens, like a Vehicle Virgin style channel, we would get a woman with larger breasts... And Today we would, we, I have my sister <laughs> riding in the car with me. She'd be in a in a bikini top in the passenger seat, and there'd be a GoPro headed in that direction of her top, and and there'd be some sort of measurement on on the, <laughs> the you'd ride you'd go over the rough road section of the Daily Motor test loop, and you would see you would see uh, the the differences between the two cars. Charlie's on the phone, which means I'm eating. Well, this is Charlie. Hi, Charles. Yep. This this Pat from uh, Navs. Okay. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Hey, I'm good. I did, hey, I just want to let you know that we'll be a little before 1.30. Uh, we'll, we'll drop off the X3 and then pick up the I4. Wonderful. We've got the car actually out back today. It's, it's, okay. it's sitting out back there and it's keys in it, ready to go, and we'll probably meet you out there. Okay. Sounds good. We'll see you then. Wonderful. Thank you. All right. Bye, Charles. Bye. You'd think that were the first phone call that individual ever made. <laughs> well, cool. Now we're getting the uh, the next car that's coming into DMHQ here soon. Let me say it. 2022 BMW X3 M competition X Drive. Douchebag spec. Douchebag spec. Actually, it's Miami. not douchebag spec because it's, it's Miami gray. spec. Yeah. Yeah. It's gray, so it's okay. Um, another car that's going to be firm, firm and remarkably jumpy on the throttle. Yeah, I just I don't get I don't get it, but maybe after spending some time with it, I will. I just don't get that car. Like it it doesn't make sense to me. You have personally. a friend who owns one. No, he doesn't. He no longer owns it. Oh, what happened? You're gonna love what he got to replace it. You're gonna love it. G guess. All right, I have three guesses. Okay. Okay, you get three guesses. I guarantee you'll get it with one. Oh, really? You probably will. Are you being sarcastic that you love what you got? What he got? Kind of. Oh, so it's not a Macan. No, no, it's it's like a fitting. Yeah. Okay. So he <laughs> sorry, had an Brian. Uh, sorry, Brian. Sorry, Brian. Model Y performance. Huh? Model Y performance. No. Okay. Maybe you're not gonna get it. Totally different genre of car. Oh. But still, like, who Andre. like Hoonigan? GT500. No, that's closer though. All right, last guess. That's actually quite close. Oh, I'm going to say um, a demon. Very close. Charger Hellcat Widebody. Widecat Widebody. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
Can you not get the demon anymore? Sorry, red eye. His uncle has a demon. His Hellcat red eye is what I meant. I don't think is his, not a red eye. I don't eye? think his is a red eye. Who buys a Hellcat and doesn't get? The I don't. Red I don't. Eye? I don't think he could get an allocation for a red eye. He tried, but I think they were just like, you can have this regular Hellcat or nothing. Okay. And he was like, okay, I'll get the regular Hellcat. <laughs> has he taken delivery? Yes. So he lives in North Carolina, and mm-hmm. he uh, ordered it here in Michigan because it's the only place he could find one. Okay. And um, it was actually worked out really well for him because it it got delivered to the dealership Dream Cruise Weekend. Oh. So he came down here, drove it, drove it at the Dream Cruise. Dream Cruise. Literally, he drove it at the Dream Cruise, got a nail on his tire um, mm. the day that he picked it up, <laughs> and uh, got it fixed. It was patchable. Okay. And um, yeah, now it now it lives back in North Carolina. Well, I've never met this individual, but based on the two cars that I know you've owned. Sorry, Brian. We love you. Douche, douchebag specs. <laughs> yeah. What color is his Hellcat? Um, it's like metallic red. Like a dark metallic red. Is that Hellraisin or is that no Hellraisin's like purple? I think dark it's metallic red. It's probably some like it was. It was the color of that Grand Cherokee L that we had. Oh, that, that was yeah. a nice one. Okay, yeah, it's it's, it's a nice color. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. I don't know what color interior it has. Probably just black. Well, Chris and I are so uninterested in driving the X3M comp. Sorry, BMW. That neither of us have signed it out this week. I'm gonna have the Kona N. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited I think to Kona drive N that. Will be a lot more fun. Half I'm, the, no, half I am. The price. I am driving the X3 tonight, though. Oh, you are I'm driving the X3 home. Oh yeah, because you and I need to go and get the lightning from your house. Yes, we yeah. do. In theory, if you want, you can drive the lightning still. But I spend one night in the X3, and I'll probably spend one night too. I just don't know which night it'll be. So. Yeah. Yep. The third car we're third getting car. this week is the Ford Mustang Mach One. But unfortunately, we don't know any details about it. All we and know by is any that... details. All he means is, will it have the ten-speed automatic or the six-speed manual? Because that's the only thing that matters. Don't yeah. care what tires are on it. Mm-mm. Although. I will say the PPL2 I don't tires want, don't want those are they, so sketchy. They tramline everywhere. They tramline everywhere, and there's like this much tread from the factory. Yeah. They're, they're, they're I, ho- I hope it doesn't have those. It is. You know what it's going to be? It's going to have those and a 10-speed. <laughs> 10-speed. We'll park it. Yeah. We will park that car. Fortnite, we'll just give it back. <laughs> Ford, come like, get it. You only drove it half a mile. <laughs> don't want it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, I, I'm excited to drive that car just because Mustangs are cool. Yeah, no, we, we we joke about it, but I, I was also considering maybe um, taking that car to the um, Wednesday night Depot Town Car Show. That, that would fit in there nicely. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Boomers love Mustang. Special, any special edition Mustang. Mach fact, 1. <clears throat> this isn't a Mustang, but Steve, if you're listening, we, we say this with love. The individual next door to us. Oh, hello, Steve. His name is Steve. He probably is listening. I think he listens to the podcast. I think they all do over there. He, well, Steve and Andrew. Steve and Andrew. just got their ear to the wall. Yeah. No, um... Oh, we need to take Andrew for a ride in the Lightning Dog. Yes, we do. Yeah. Maybe when we bring it back here, we can do that. Yeah. Steve likes orange cars. He likes orange special edition vehicles. So he has a Harley Davidson edition F two fifty. Oh, okay. Orange. That's actually that's actually really cool. I like he, those. He currently has an orange Camaro, like a twenty ten, the first year that like they came out with the new Camaro. I think it was. The SS. I believe so. Yes, but he wants to sell that to get the Hot Wheels edition. Camaro. Oh SS, yeah, those um, that were only in orange. They did. They did a blue one also. Did they? Hot Wheels Camaro. Okay, well, well, they they made a, they like, made a couple different Hot Wheels sure, Camaros because sure, yeah. there was like a 2013, and then there was like a no, 2016. The newest one was uh, was orange. Did they do a, a new style yep. Hot Wheels Camaro? Okay. Yep. He really likes it. He really wants one, and I feel like that's like a total boomer car. Oh, Hot Wheels Camaro. Oh yeah, I totally. think Steve's a boomer. So, yep. Oh, and I think he might have an orange Harley Davidson as well, hmm. like a bike. So at least he's a Harley Davidson truck owner who has a, a matching Harley Davidson bike to go with it. I used to hate the Harley Davidson trucks, but now that I like things that are like different and like unique, dude, 
I if I was gonna get an F one fifty, I would go full King Ranch. Seriously, oh, I, love I would I would get a King Ranch. And honestly, if the Harley truck was still available, maybe depending on like how different and unique it was. Yeah, I don't know. Can you imagine if I drove around my vehicles with like Suzuki stickers <laughs> on the side, like my my, well, my town and country? Well, no, that, that wouldn't work because okay, cheeseburger. Harley Davidson, Ford F one hundred and fifty, the three most American so things in the world. Well, I know. Think about a new Ford F one hundred and fifty with, with the, the table. Cheeseburger table. Wow, they're Ford, missing out here. Ford, you're missing out. You got God, cheeseburger. Sounds good. Can we get cheeseburger? Yeah, we can sounds get cheeseburger so after this. You have to come out with. They could do it with the the all electric Harley Davidsons that are out. The live wire. They could have an electric F-150 Lightning Harley Davidson edition. With a mount for the bike in the back. With a mount for the bike. And a cheeseburger. And and they could hold. spec it. They could they could have an accessory that goes with it that ch- that you could plug your electric Harley Davidson in and charge it from the truck. Oh my god. We are just you could tow Dude. The, you could have it in the back of the lightning, charging, charging up, so it'd be it when you get there. Ford, what are you doing? Man? Why haven't why haven't they hired us? They this really, is unbelievable. They really ought to. Oh, Ugh. what a shame. That would be dope. We should really edit the, edit this out, and we'll make we'll, it we'll make this. one. Yeah, you could honestly do really well to have special edit. Yeah, Harley and Ford get on it, and we'll buy one. So William, don't steal that idea. Yeah, because we're taking that. Yeah, Moran, if you'd like to fund us, hit me yeah, up. Yeah, Moran, find me on the Instagram messages that don't notify me. Yeah, <laughs> same. And. Yeah, that's it. Those are the three cars we have. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any co-part vehicles. Let me check. Plus, no. we've also been recording for like two hours. Yeah, and I have to pee. And Charlie has to pee. I have 11 co-part vehicles we have to go through before you can pee. Holy, no, you don't. <laughs> I actually don't think I have any. My co-part oh, escapes running one. wonderfully, though. Know. Thank you, Keone, for fixing that. And it runs so well. I, and I love it. That one. Yeah, no, no, no co-part vehicles. But yes, the... Uh, Copart, the Daily Motor Copart Escape mm-hmm. is uh, up and running, and Charlie loves it. It's his pride it's and joy. He's never going to sell it. He's going to give it to his kids um, when they graduate high school as their graduation present. Um, it probably won't have any more rust by then, but if it does, then it just adds character. I know we joke, but I am genuinely curious how far that powertrain would go without having anything like catastrophic. That's got to be one of the highest mileage ones in existence, just because no, they the, rust out. The New York taxis put a ton of miles on their oh, hybrid powertrains. Those were hybrid escapes. Yep. yep. Okay. Well, just forget what I just said. But yeah, those probably have like half a million or yeah. more. So tune in next week to see uh, which of our three douchebag spec cars we like the most. Because they're all, they're all kind of douchebag in their own. The Kona ends a little bit of a douche car. Especially if it's a bright color. Yeah, hopefully it's And um, the Mach 1 is kind of a douchebag spec just because it's a GT Mustang. Boomer douche. It's du- boomer douche. You've got, there you go. you've got tech, <laughs> tech douche in the Kona. Kuna. Tech douche in the Kona N. Boomer douche in the in the Mustang Mach 1. And, and general douche. sunglasses Miami douche in, in, the, in the X3M. The, yep. Douche week here at Daily Motor. And we'll see you on the next one. We're Charlie and Chris with Daily Motor. And, and as, as always, always Dushan. <laughs> I was I'm glad that that was a ah! consensus there. Let's go get burgers. Okay. Let's pick up the F-150 Lightning and we can eat burgers on the, on the burger stand. Yeah, we should. Would you like any more meat from here? I'll take your meat. Mm-hmm.